This is Plant-Based Briefing, How Dairy Affects Children's Health, by Dr. Justine Butler at switchforgood.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the curated content plant-based podcast, where I read to you articles with author permission on a variety of topics related to plant-based and vegan living. Today's post is from switchforgood.org. They're an evidence-based nonprofit dedicated to rattling accepted norms around dairy and health. They're working to abolish the current system of dietary racial oppression, and they're promoting solutions for climate change. And be sure to check out their awesome podcast, hosted by Olympic medalist Dotsie Bausch and Baywatch actress and health coach Alexandra Paul. You can find it all at switchforgood.org. I selected today's post because it's World Chocolate Day. And while most chocolate contains dairy, which is not only unhealthy, but wrought with cruelty and bad for the environment, there are vegan milk chocolates as well as dark chocolate with no added milk. So if you want to hear more about why dairy is unhealthy, keep listening. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. How Dairy Affects Children's Health by Dr. Justine Butler at switchforgood.org Cow's milk and other dairy products are linked to a wide range of health problems and diseases, many starting at an early age. While dairy is promoted as being natural, wholesome, and healthy, it is none of these things. Children do not need milk to grow into healthy adults. In fact, consuming dairy early in life, and later on for that matter, could severely impact a child's immediate and long-term health. The saturated fat, animal protein, cholesterol, hormones, and growth factors milk contains are linked to a wide range of illnesses and disease, including heart disease, certain cancers, acne, asthma, eczema, colic, Crohn's disease, diabetes, dementia, ear infection, food poisoning, gallstones, migraine, osteoporosis, overweight and obesity, and the list goes on. Aggressive marketing of the supposed virtues of milk drinking, which ignores entirely a plethora of cautionary science, naturally results in confusion. People don't know who to believe. It begs the question as to why a product with such profound health implications for adults and children should be so eulogized and promoted, including by governments. Dairy and Diabetes Global incidence of childhood-onset insulin-dependent diabetes, type 1, has been rising by 3 to 4% a year for decades. In Finland, incidence is five times higher than 60 years ago. At the same time, the age of children affected is dropping. Type 1 diabetes is caused by a genetic disposition coupled to an environmental trigger. Without the trigger, the condition may not develop. Our genes have not changed, so why the remorseless increase? There may be a number of reasons, but scientists say the early exposure to cow's milk protein can trigger this disease in genetically susceptible children. This may explain why exclusive breastfeeding in early infancy reduces a child's risk for developing type 1 diabetes, even in those with a genetic predisposition to the disease. Dairy Allergy Cow's milk allergy affects 2 to 6% of children, with the highest proportion occurring during the first year of life. Symptoms vary and can include an itchy rash, swelling of the lips and face, stomach ache, vomiting, diarrhea or constipation, a runny or blocked nose, and eczema. Eczema, atopic dermatitis, affects up to 20% of children. Triggers can include soaps, detergents, stress, and even the weather. It can run in families and often occurs alongside allergies. Food allergies alone affect a third of those with atopic eczema. Peanuts, eggs, and cow's milk are the most common culprits. Therefore, cow's milk allergies should be seriously considered when treating for eczema. 
Cow's milk can increase the risk of iron deficiency in infants, particularly because it contains virtually no iron, while at the same time containing potent inhibitors of iron absorption, a double whammy. Cow's milk also causes gastrointestinal blood loss in many infants, a condition that affects about 40% of otherwise healthy infants. This occult intestinal bleeding is low-level but persistent and is hard to diagnose as the blood is excreted in the child's stools. The only reliable treatment for cow's milk allergy is to avoid all dairy products, including milk, cheese, butter, yogurt, cream, and ice cream. It is important to check for hidden milk ingredients on food labels and in the forms of casein, caseinates, milk powder, milk solids, and whey. Lactose intolerance. Lactose intolerance is not to be confused with cow's milk allergy. An individual is considered lactose intolerant when the body can't digest lactose, the sugar in milk. 65% of the world's population is lactose intolerant. It can cause a range of symptoms including gas, diarrhea, bloat, cramps, and nausea. Children are as susceptible as adults, and it can be developed over time. Acne. Dairy products also increase the risk of teenage acne, which can cause physical scarring and emotional distress. A Harvard study looking at the high school diets of almost 50,000 nurses found that those who ate the most dairy were more likely to have suffered from acne. The link was strongest for skimmed milk, suggesting that it is the hormones in milk that may be responsible, rather than the fat. Otitis media. Otitis media, or glue ear, affects about 90% of children under the age of 2. In severe cases, it is the most frequent cause of hearing loss in childhood, and some reports link it to food allergies. In one study, 78% of 104 children aged 1.5 to 9 years with this condition also had food allergies, and 38% of those were allergic to cow's milk. Eliminating the offending food helped 86%, and reintroducing it provoked recurrence in 94%. Dairy and bone health. For decades, the unique selling point for dairy has been that it is essentially for good bone health, reinforced with relentless and expensive advertising campaigns and promotions, many aimed at children. There is a huge gulf between the claims and the reality, which is acknowledged by the World Health Organization. The science is clear. The incidence of bone fractures is highest in the countries that consume the most animal milk. The excessive claims that dairy is essential for children, and adults for that matter, are unsupported by the science. There are, of course, many excellent plant-based sources of calcium, including dried figs, kale, sesame seeds, and tahini, tempeh, whole wheat bread, baked beans, butternut squash, almonds, Brazil nuts, spring greens, and watercress. Tofu made with calcium sulfate is a good source, as are plant milks fortified with calcium. The claim that plants provide sufficient calcium is evidenced by the majority of the world's population, including children, who avoid dairy yet tend to suffer less from bone fractures and osteoporosis. Vitamin D may be just as important for bone health as it helps us to absorb calcium. Vitamin D is obtained from the reaction that happens when our skin is exposed to sunlight. Some people will need to eat vitamin D-fortified foods or take a supplement all year in order to get enough, regardless of diet. But for children who tend to spend more time outside than adults, it should not be a problem in summer. Additional research. Like all other mammals on the planet, most people in the world don't drink milk beyond weaning. And no other animal drinks milk taken from a different species. In modern dairy production, cows are both pregnant and milking for seven months of every year, which results in their milk containing high levels of hormones and growth factors, including estrogen. 
This cannot be good for children or adults. Viva Health's White Lies Report reviews the findings of over 400 scientific papers looking at the health effects of cow's milk and dairy products. Read the evidence for more on the effects of dairy consumption and health. You just listened to How Dairy Affects Children's Health by Dr. Justine Butler at switchforgood.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. Please share this podcast with others who may be interested. And if you don't mind, please take a minute to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Amazon or wherever you listen to podcasts if they have a rate and review option. I'd really appreciate it. It would help others find the podcast more easily. Thanks so much for listening.